1: Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode. I'm Saba. And I'm Brandon. And we are your hosts of The Cannabis Hangout. On today's episode, we have the pleasure of speaking with co-founder and president of DabRite, which is a brand for dabbing and concentrate connoisseurs that allows you to have the perfect temperature so you're not taking really hot dabs. It's been something that I actually invested in this past year, and it's really changed the dabbing game for me. So with that being said, guys, please welcome Dan to The Cannabis Hangout. Hey Dan.
2: Hey, thank you so much for having me. Yes. Really
0: excited to be here. Thank you for taking time out of your busy day just to be here with Saba and I. Um, can you tell us where you're calling from?
2: Yes. Yeah, so I'm actually calling from uh, Boynton beach, Florida in oh. Palm beach County.
0: Wow. All right. That's cool. Are you from there or do you, are you just staying there right now?
2: I, so I, I grew up in Boca Raton, which is like two towns south of here. Um, And then I was in Los Angeles from like 2016 till basically the end of 2020. And then during the pandemic, my girlfriend and I ended up buying a house here in Florida.
0: Oh, heck yeah. uh, Yeah. What a beautiful place to be.
2: Yeah, it's definitely not bad. It sure beats, uh, you know, West LA. Oh, oh, I can imagine. (laughs) Night and day.
0: (laughs) So, So, So Dan, tell us a little bit about your journey with cannabis and like when the first time you the first time you consumed was?
2: Right on. Um, so I, I just turned 35, um, like two months ago. So I, my first time smoking, I was 18 years old. I was in high school. I was with like three of my good friends and it was like in my friend's bedroom. He had this like old Coca-Cola, like metal box. And he like pulled out like some bud and like a pen and tinfoil and it was, it was like super OG first time stoner <laughs> paraphernalia uh, looking <laughs> and I just remember him like lighting the bowl and being like suck 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 and I just was
0: in <laughs> <laughs> the famous so like suck t- suck t- suck <laughs>
2: and uh, yeah and then that was uh, my first time and then I uh, I didn't really uh when I was in college um I you know, didn't really get into it. I went to a party a couple of times, took a couple of hits here and there. And then um, kind of like my sophomore year of college, my, my best friend and roommate at the time, like came home with some weed and was like, hey, man, like, I bought this. I think we should smoke it together. And that kind of kicked it off. You know, uh, shit was it, like 15, 16 years ago now.
1: Wow. Okay. That's awesome. So I can't just assume that you're a concentrate guy just because you founded right. But what is your preferred way to consume cannabis?
2: Yeah, I uh, you know I, I would say it's like 5050 but it, it kind of sways back and forth like throughout my normal day I will I, I'll, I'll definitely take more dabs but like I'll smoke at least once a day either like a joint or a blunt or something I, I still love flour um, but yeah dabbing is definitely my my first choice and then I when I'm traveling or, you know, on the go, I I love like a little, like a little vape pen.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, usually like rosin.
1: Yeah. So what's the, what kind of uh, concentrates are you into? What's the dab scene like in Florida? Uh,
2: (laughs) so to be honest, I haven't really got too much in deep into like the Florida dab scene as far as like the brands go. Uh, there are a few, you know, uh, dispensaries, especially actually right around the corner from me, um, that do sell concentrates. I've tried them with some friends and they're okay. I uh I, I usually smoke a lot of uh you know California brands still and uh 710 labs.
1: Nice. Yeah, we, uh, we hear great coming things
2: about them. Uh, yeah, Florida, 710's coming to Florida pretty soon. Um so they, I think they're going to be up and running here probably in the next uh you know few months I, I would imagine. That's yeah.
0: exciting. So, That's tight. Uh, yeah. So Dan, so we all have things that we like to enjoy after we consume. What is something that you love doing after you do?
2: Oh man, you know, I'm kind of like <laughs> <laughs> my philosophy on cannabis sometimes is like John Stewart's character in like Half Baked and he's like, "Oh, have you ever done that on weed?" like <laughs> is, it's like it's like such an like an enhancer for me. It's mm-hmm. like whatever I'm about to do next, it's it, it generally makes it better. I mean, yeah. It'll be like, oh, let's go dab and go for like a, a two-mile walk with the dog, or you know, go sit down and you know, park a blunt and watch a movie for two hours. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I love to. You know, uh, I, I I play music with my neighbor, and we'll take dabs and go. You know, go play music and just be being creative. Even yeah. like just getting my day started, just kind of unwind and get be able to allow myself to be creative or just you know, deal with whatever stresses of the day are coming my way, uh, you know, and running a business and having employees. So definitely, uh, I I I it's, it, it's hard to say like a favorite activity cuz like I dab so much throughout the
1: day. I can probably, relate though. We yeah, both can. We yeah. like
0: you said it enhances everything you do. Like we can relate on that. It's like, oh, we're going to go here. Take, Should a, we dab. take a dab. <laughs> Are we yeah, about I to mean, do like, this? I, Should we take a dab?
2: <laughs> oh shit, I have a podcast in 5 minutes. I better take a dab. Yep. <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's up. Yeah. So, yeah, what's it absolutely. like with What's it like with your family and consumption? Are you guys pretty open? What's that dynamic like with, with yeah, you guys? Yeah, so,
2: uh, definitely open. Um, I've been, this is like my 10th my year pretty much like being in like the industry like professionally as far as like, you know, working with like a, a brand or a product. Um, so, you know, my parents at first were a, a little skeptical and, you know, so it was like, you know, you smoke too much or, you know, mom and dad, I, don't, I only smoke on the weekend, but you know, every day is a weekend. so. <laughs> Um, it, you know, I, um, sorry, I'm like, lost my train of thought. <laughs> second, but, uh, <laughs> it's
0: the dabs. Yeah. <laughs> but for the most part, you're pretty open. Like they know you consume, like, do yeah. they consume themselves or you? they don't?
2: Like, um, my parents don't smoke or anything. My brother actually works for the company. Uh, he, he does our customer service. Cool. He doesn't even, he doesn't really smoke. Uh, but he's you know very very interested in, in it and I love he, it. he loves the best of it um yeah i mean we're, we're open um we were you know i've uh, gotten like pulled over with my parents in the car when we were like traveling one time and you know our car got searched because it smelled like weed we don't know that we had like base pens <laughs> on us and they, they they let us go they didn't find anything but yeah i mean like they were they were cool with it they weren't like you know scolding me or anything like uh, so yeah, no, it, it, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty open in, in my family. My girlfriend too, her, you know, her, her, uh, her mom and family pretty much know.
0: That's so nice. Um, that makes everything yeah. easy. You don't feel like you have to hide things all yeah. the time.
2: Yeah. I, it's funny though, cause like when I first got into it, like, you know, like there's the family, it's like, you know, everyone like is calling you for advice now. Like you're all of a sudden like,
1: <laughs> <Yep>.
2: <laughs> like you work in the industry. So yeah, I mean, over the years, people have seen me, you know, progress in, in my career personally and, you know. Like, no one, no one said shit to me, basically, you know, in years. Okay. So.
0: That's cool. <laughs> that is cool.
2: Yeah. Like, they're, they're, they're proud. Like, uh, you know, like, um, I grew up in, like, a very Jewish family. And, like, um, yeah, my family has, like, Nakas, which is, like, a, they, they feel, like, immense pride in me now because I've, like, started a business and it's mm-hmm. been successful. And, you know, I've, I've had a lot of failures, you know, leading up to this point yeah. in terms of, You know, companies I've tried to, you know, work with or start or ran, you know, just, uh, you know, it definitely hasn't been easy. And cannabis is uh, such a volatile place in terms of trends and what's hot. And um, it's nice to have kind of found um, a niche that is, you know, still evolving and still open to to new things, but it's still at the same time really embedded in like the heady culture. And uh, it's been really cool to navigate sort of, you know, the mainstream versus like the heady scene and, you know, trying to figure out, you know, the, the in-between because there's people who, you know, like aspire. And I'm not saying everyone needs to, you know, go out there and own a $5,000 dab, right? I think that's kind of, you know, it defeats the purpose. But our, our kind of goal in creating this like analog to digital converter, if you will, for like a traditional dab so everyone can at least enjoy their experience to the fullest. No matter if it's like a thirty dollar gram or a hundred dollar gram, or right, yeah. it's, it's a, you know, a two hundred dollar rig or a two thousand dollar rig, mm-hmm. you know at least some aspect of it is still going to be the same.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. We'll definitely dive more into that because I am, I have so many questions, but um, you said cannabis culture, which brings us to our next question. Um, Cannabis culture generally brings strangers together, which we love and which is exactly why we are here today with you. We love hearing about cultures and markets. What's the cannabis culture like in Florida versus the culture you just came from?
2: So it's a, I, I kind of like describe it as like, you know, California, maybe like, you know, 10 years ago. It, it's like, it's like still new and emerging. Um, we've done a few different like private events um, where like a dispensary or something has been involved, like a Halloween party, a new, a new Year's party. And we'll like, we'll sponsor dab bars where, you know, we'll have a bunch of dab rights. And uh, we've teamed up with this uh, with this dude uh, called Tanner Culture and they... Uh, we've done events with them in like Peoria, Illinois, and in Florida. And, and, and it's cool though, because it's like uh, it's it's like a fresh slate in a sense. So there's, you know, people are still learning about it. Florida, especially their medical market yeah. is very heavy on like the adult side right now. So I think, you know, getting like the younger people to, you know, get their medical cards and start, you know, purchasing from, you know, all like the licensed shops and brands in Florida Is going to be important. Yeah. And, and, you know, we're always looking for, you know, brands to work with and shops to work with to try and educate people more and uh,
0: just, you know, let people know that
2: there are other experiences out there.
1: Setting up a new company can be difficult and confusing, but establishing a strong foundation with appropriate and necessary documents can help protect you in the long run.
0: Yes, and with being business owners or self-sab, we understand what it's like pretty well, I think. With
1: BIC Legal, they practice in areas like family law, estate planning, business litigation, and review and draft contracts for your company while assisting in licensing
0: applications, and so much more. And with the Oklahoma cannabis industry thriving, the rules and regulations related to cannabis are quite strict. Jade Pebworth with BIC Legal, she really enjoys working with companies from the ground up. So if you're looking for good legal help in Oklahoma, she's your girl. Let's get back to today's episode. It's cool to be in a market though too, like... Like Florida, it's new because it's kind of like a clean, you know, a clean, clean slate, slate in a sense, yeah. and you get to like bring your product there, and yeah, it's not as you know competitive as maybe LA area.
2: Yeah, yeah I mean, fortunately, I mean, we, you know, we, we were all we were founded in LA. We have, I mean, we're fortunate to have shops pretty much in every state carrying the product. You know, we have it in other countries and whatnot too. Um, but yeah, definitely you know, especially like, I mean, even Oklahoma, Oklahoma is a state that I personally had been very interested in because I've seen the statistics and I follow like the, uh, the Oklahoma, uh, cannabis board or whatever on Instagram. And mm-hmm. they're always like posting a lot of this stuff. And I'm always just completely shocked at how many new patients there are and how many shops that they have.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: It's really booming. And, you know, we, I mean, yeah, we went in, you know, we filed all of our trademarks in Oklahoma because we know it's, uh, You know, coming online. And again, I think Florida, Oklahoma, uh, you know, Michigan, especially, you know, a lot of the, uh, these Midwestern states, you know, everything is brand new. Like I've seen brands that like didn't do very well in California, you know, go to Illinois and, and take off because it just, it was, it was a better fit for that brand. And I mean, I even have a buddy who, um, has an, has like a, he has like an e nail company called, called B nails. I make really nice stuff. And he was in Colorado, but it's like it's also a saturated market, and he's right. you know just also moved to Florida and recently discovered that Florida is an untapped market. And that there's a lot of potential, right. and people are learning about new products and devices. Um, so yeah, it's cool. It's uh, it's exciting to you know be able to you know I've met a lot of people um, you know in like the little over a year that that I've been back here um, who have been really you know eager to help us out and have wanted us to be a part of. Whatever they're doing because you know, they like our product and, our, awesome. and our brand and what we stand for.
0: So you said you're globally. Where else do you guys outside of the U.S.?
2: Um, so yeah, we're, we're in Canada, Argentina, Chile, Puerto Rico. Uh, wow. We have we have uh, we have a website dabright.eu. So we have fulfillment out of um, Barcelona. Wow. Uh, we actually have a, a Spanishus right. We have like a crew with Spanibus right now, uh, repping for us. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, we have the UK covered. That's so uh, cool. We <laughs> Australia. We have, uh, I would I have, yeah, I mean, a, a lot of places, uh, you know, especially in, in Europe um, and uh, North America.
1: That's so cool it, that it really you guys is. have, like, created a product that's made its way around the world that literally people use, Everyone can use. daily. Yeah. Like,
2: it's, yeah. it's, it's so cool. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: It's like, I mean, I, I wake up every day with an immense amount of gratitude um, to, you know, I mean, I use my product. It, it becomes a part of, of my yeah. everyday life. Mm-hmm. And, like, part of it, too, is, like, we've, we, we created, like, we wanted to create products that, that we need and we use. And it's like, we made it for us first. And we're like, oh, if we like it, you know, this, like, our demographic and this, like, market in general, you know, they have super high expectations and there's very little room for error and mistakes. And you only have one chance to really make a good impression on everyone. Mm -hmm, So, you know, that's why we wanted to make our product, you know, the moment we launched it, you know, we tried to do everything, you know, right and out of the book and, you know, make sure we had our, our patent in line and made sure that, you know, our packaging isn't wasteful and that we're, you know, being eco-conscious and, um yeah just you know we we really try hard to, to just you know be be mindful of that and have the best customer service and you know be lenient with people and under you know like we treat all of our customers like we want to be treated literally like we we have you know a few people that have a customer service my brother being one of them mm-hmm. and like he literally will call me sometimes being like oh man i don't know what i've got to do with this customer something happened and like he, like, gets so invested in them and what's happening with their life. And, you know, we, we try to take that into account as much as we can, you know, mm-hmm. and help everyone out. Because, sure. you know, we want everyone to enjoy our product and we stand behind it. And obviously, you know, there's, it's an electronic good shit happens.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but we've had, like, less than a 1% fail rate for which electronics is pretty damn good. Yes. Um, Hell yeah. So if people have issues, you know, we definitely, you know, take care of them.
1: That's amazing. So, tell us a little bit about what you were doing before you started Dabright and what inspired you guys to fill such a needed gap in the concentrate world.
2: Right on. So, before um, I kind of got started in, I was I ran this vaporizer company called Vaporfection. We had this like glass on glass uh, convection digital vaporizer that you could like inhale from like a whip or fill up a bag like a volcano. And it looked like an Apple product. It was really cool. Um, I ran that for about four years. And then we ended up selling it to one of our distributors. I was working for a publicly traded company at the time called Medbox out of California. And uh, they, they had owned that company. And after that, I went to this company called Prohibited. They were doing um, a bunch of cannabis content. It's now... Um, I'll cut back to this, but long story short, there's now... It there's there's like an offshoot of it called um it was called social club tv and now it's called Alter tv Mm -hmm. and it's like it's like a content studio and they just pump out the dopest cannabis content and uh -hmm. i was working for them helping build out a brand called heavy graph which like was like this rock and roll lifestyle brand um we did a lot of like concerts and events and music themed stuff so we had pre-roll, so I was building out the whole product line of ashtrays and displays and merchandise and accessories. And then for the other company, Prohibited, we ended up becoming like, kind of like an agency, and then we were building out other brands. So we worked on um, Shavo from System of the Down, his brand, 22 Red. We helped with all that branding and the naming of it and their package design. So I was in charge of like a lot of the sourcing and figuring out you know, who's going to make what. And then we ended up creating being like, oh, we don't want to do this for other brands anymore. We're going to be a consumer packaged goods company that like dabbled in hemp and CBD and hash and all this sort of stuff. So then I started working on everything from like cosmetics to um, hangover shots, CBD patches, um, all sorts of just like random, like good for you or fun for you sort of items. And then we ended up, um, you know, there's a, some funding issues, and then COVID happened, so uh, a lot of people were let go, and that's actually right around the time that Dabrite kind of got started. My uh, current partner, who was actually an old client of ours, um, we were we were hanging out, and he gave me like this 3D printed device with like a thermometer in it. And he was like, "Hey, man, I think you can make a really good version of this," because he knew, you know, of what I'd done in the past. And that's kind of how it got started. I looked at at this device and I was like, oh, it needs this, it needs this, it needs an alarm, it has to be adjustable. And then we got together with this development firm and in eight months, we're able to get a product to the market as COVID was happening too.
1: Wow, so the DabRite hasn't really been a product for longer than like, what, three years, two years?
2: No, not even a year and a half. Dude, that's
1: crazy. (laughs) What? Yeah,
2: September 11th. Of 2020 was like our first like public drop.
1: That is insane because almost any dispensary I've been to that carries like, I mean, cannabis, you know, like utensils, paraphernalia, I've seen the Dab right everywhere. So the fact that you guys have just started like barely two and a half three You're years already making ago, waves. like that's so fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. I cannot say Thank that you. enough. That's so cool. And you guys have really created such a dope product. Like, I mean, I like I said earlier, I got one this year and it's really I mean, Brandon can attest, I'm obsessed with my dab, right? Yeah. It's really elevated my dab game to the next level. Like the perfect temperature yeah. is it changes the game. And I'm a hash rosin girl. So for me, right temperature is so important.
2: Yeah. I mean, thank you, one. I d I don't know where you I don't know where you bought one from, but thank you for grabbing one. Of course. Um, and I'll definitely, yeah, we, we, have a, we have a limited edition purple unit coming out. So I'll, I'll send some y'all's way and you can uh, you can uh, see those ones. They're pretty, they're pretty cool. We
1: would That's love that. Awesome. Thank you. So yeah, tell, no us, doubt. tell us a little bit Go about um, the swap program you guys have on your website.
2: <laughs> um, so the swap program is for anyone that has like a like temping device, you know, specifically for dabbing that is just, you know, they don't like it anymore or they wanted to try the DabRite, but it's, you know, maybe out of their, out of their price range. Uh, so the swap program allows them to basically send in their current unit um, for a credit towards a DabRite. So if they oh. bought, you know, if they bought like, if they had like a, a little pocket temper or something that was 3D printed for, you know, they bought it for 120 bucks, they could send it to us and, you know, we would send them an invoice for the difference between our, you know, our price of 250 and then uh, they would just, yeah. I, I mean, I have boxes full of, you know, these old temping devices in my garage. Wow. So um, you
1: guys just keep them in your garage? Like, you don't, there's nothing that's being done with them right now?
2: Uh, we we talked about, like, uh, recycling them into, like, um, into, like, dabbers or, like, dab tools or something. Yeah, that would
1: be cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's cool <laughs> like, that you guys offer know, that. that. Sounds, like,
2: meaner, crushing them all up. And, like, you know, it's, like, <laughs> it's, like all, like, the plastic... <laughs> circuit board components. I'm like pouring those in like a block of resin and then like making little dab tools or something from them. That's kind of what we talked about. This. That would be yeah, cool. It's creative. Yeah, and
1: like Brandon said, it's really cool that you guys have offer this program because I know, I mean, 250 is a lot, but the fact that you guys give people an option to, yeah. I mean, make it more affordable and
0: I don't, I mean, I don't know of any other company that's doing this. I mean, such not only that, thing. but it shows, so you, cool. it shows that you guys care. Yeah. Like you care about the consumer mm-hmm. and you want them to try your product because you believe in it and you mm-hmm. know it's damn good and you don't want anybody else to have anything else but the dab right. So let's work together.
2: Yeah. I mean, we, we, uh, look, I, I, I uh, I spent my college career in, in business school and, you know, I, I, we, we look a lot at, you know, the, the cell phone industry and, you know, like, buying out contracts and all those sort of, you know, all those sort of things. And the swap program just made a lot of sense for us. And it, uh, I mean, because the thing is people have like old stuff sitting around in a drawer. So it's like, Hey, instead of it sitting around in a drawer, why don't you just put it towards the dab, right? And give it, and give it a try.
0: Right. That, that is so ideal. So, okay, so once you dab right, you'll, you'll you'll never dab wrong again. And that statement is so true. Can you tell our listeners what the importance is of taking a perfect temperature dab in order to like taste the terps and have the cleanest experience?
2: Yeah, well, I, I, I think the main thing comes down to, you know, dabbing too hot is a big no-no because it can be like carcinogenic. And at the, at the point where you're creating smoke instead of vapor is where you're going to start to get tar and you're going to you know create damage to your lungs. When you're vaporizing at a lower temperature, one, like as, as your banger is cooling and you have the, you know, this big glob of oil or whatever, you know, like you have a certain percentage of vaporizing at a higher temperature and then a certain percentage of vaporizing at a lower temperature. So you really are still getting like a full spectrum of all of the cannabinoids, you know, being vaporized as the temperature slowly drops. and, with the, you know, proper temperature, you're also getting all all the flavor as well. So, you're still like, just because you're not like hacking up your lungs and coughing and spluttering everywhere doesn't mean like it's not, you know, giving you the same effect. The same thing with like holding the smoke in. Like, a dad, you just pull it in, you hold it for one second, then you exhale, and it's like it's doing its job. The vapor is so like thin, it's getting into the capillaries in your lungs like instantaneously. And that's why, like, as soon as you exhale, you feel like the stoniness just like entering your body mm-hmm. um and yeah obviously you know you don't you can't do it too low otherwise you know you don't get anything but yeah finding that perfect temperature you know and look, some people like to go a little hotter that they want the spice some people go really low um you know i have like uh i have like a little ruby or sapphire insert and when i use that you know i go at like you know 480 degrees because it stays okay. at 480 for so long the problem of course is that it drops it doesn't it, it holds heat but it doesn't hold it very long and it Mm -hmm. and the heat is like the heat retention is only where you torch it up so you have to like torch really evenly so for me like i use a turf slurper my torch up is like probably 45 seconds to a minute i I do the whole bottom until it's you know nice and red and then Mm -hmm. i do all the sides and i do the bottom again because that's where the oil is really you know mainly getting you know vaporized from and uh you know it's if you don't torch it up enough then it drops way too quick and by the time you take your dab it just becomes like a puddle mm-hmm. i mean so we have we have plenty of customers who'll like be like oh my diabetes not working correctly you know they send it in to us and you know we have this calibration machine we put it on make sure it's reading correctly i take a dab i'm you know the same way i always dab send them a video showing up oh well, i'm getting perfect vapor at this temperature you're probably not torching up enough or yeah that's you cool have it too far away or you know so there's definitely, you know, and, and people also have this, like, misconception that, like, it has to be this, like, low number. It has to be 500 degrees or, you know, maybe they used a thermometer that wasn't exactly accurate at one point. I mean, when I was first using these 3D guns, like these 3D printed things, I was taking down at like, 600 degrees. And it's like, oh, man, 600, it's, like, so low. But just everyone needs to find a temperature that works for them. Yeah. It's, just like, it's, just, it's just like smelling cannabis. It's like if it smells good to you, it's probably going to have a good effect. If it smells bad, you probably don't
0: want to mm. smoke it.
1: Yeah, that's real. It that is. Was, that was really great explanation. Great. Yeah, Dan. thank you for it.
0: Yeah.
1: So, what are the pros of using the Dab- right? Like, what makes your brand stand out from any other digital thermometer type products? Because we know it can be very overwhelming to find what's right. No pun intended.
2: I think ours offers, you know, one. Um, it's very minimalistic and it's like design. It doesn't have, you know, there's no branding anywhere. We we don't our goal wasn't to like be loud in people's faces. Like I, it was more to be a tool that kind of falls into the background. And, you know, if you want to keep it all black and stealthy, keep it all black and stealthy. If you want to customize it to your, to your turf station and to your rig, you know, we have some of the, some options with like the silicone to do that. Um, but I think, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's become, you know, there's, you're always looking for a place to put your car cap. It's always sticky. I just think it's, it's really made it a useful tool that, you know, one, it can fit to, you know, most dab rigs. Um, we, you know, spent a lot of time kind of figuring out, you know, how, how long we need to make the sensor and how short it needs to be. And, you know, obviously, it, it might not be ideal for every dab rig, but for most dab rigs, you know, it works. Um, and then the other thing, too, is, you know, the, the, simple, um, the simple interface, you know, it's like just, it's, it's a loop. It's really easy. We've actually had, uh, we had an article written about us in Gondrepreneur magazine uh, by this gentleman. I, I apologize, I forget his name. Uh, so if you're listening, um, man, I can't. I have to look up his name. But anyway, he is blind, and you know we have like beeps and stuff, and like a simple menu that he was able to learn. Um, so we've had blind customers reach out. We've had uh, hard of hearing or deaf customers reach out, saying that you know, like uh, the visual alert is, is super help, super helpful for them, and now it's you know it's made their experience a lot better. Cool. Um, so just the fact that like it's, it's more it's more accessible for people, and uh, you know that that to me just make, makes me happy that 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 people you know who uh, maybe have had you know less of the you know greater experiences can now um, you know have a tool that just uh, lets them you know I mean and it's like it's not that it's like that complicated I mean it, it's it's pretty simple you know so, oh you know find the temperature but. For us, it was a matter of you know, finding the right sensor and finding the right distance. And there's a lot of different factors. And it's got, you know, now it's just about educating people on you know, how to dab properly. And right. there's, a, you mm-hmm. know, there's a ritual to it, too. And that's why it's called Dab Right, spelled the way it is. Because you know, it's like a rite of passage for us donors. Like the, you know, now like everyone has like, you know, we've kind of like normalized, you know, one thing on everyone's dab station. And that's people, people have a temping device now. I mean, not everyone is going ha is, is going to use ours, and you know we, we have our fair share of you know haters out there sometimes, but
0: we, you're, uh, you're going to get haters anyway, you guys are doing it right though yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, not if I you did you answered it so since bringing dab right into the connoisseur concentrate market what do you feel has been like the most rewarding experience like do you have any stories besides like what you kind of just said about um like you had some blind customers and they were benefiting from um different ways with the dab right um, are there any stories that stand out that are just like super cool and just kind of remind you of why you started
2: I mean, honestly, I I would say that our collaborations have been one of the most exciting things that the fact that like, you know, we are a new company and we've collaborated with uh, brands like 710 Labs and Toro Glass and the band 311. Um, Most recently, we just did a a Evan Shore Bangers collab. So the fact that, you know, these larger brands want to work with, you know, just like a small fry like us essentially you know we were like a nobody like all these people have you know massive social followings and engagement and you know they're ogs in the, in their in their fields and um the fact that we were just able to kind of like you know we we knew a lot of people in the space between myself and my partners you know we've been in this industry we we know people and it's just um yeah it I, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> they're, I, um... good.
0: they're good. This <laughs> is us too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <This> is
1: constant <laughs> No, um, but yeah. So I, I think the happiest thing has
2: been that we've been we've been accepted, and that people look to us as like for like, like a stamp of approval. Like you know, when, when when we put out like you know we don't really put out a, a ton of products. but so when we do, it's either like some we're either collaborating with some you know creator or artist or another brand and we're not like, you know, and we're, we're always, you know, working with others and we're, we're trying to, you know, shine the spotlight on other friends and people that are, you know, doing great things in the community. We actually have a community outreach program. Um, and we've, you know, donated a lot of money to the last prisoner project and the Trevor project and the American Institute of like reconstructive surgery for breast cancer awareness. Okay. Um, we've, donated to, you know, we have a uh, a nonprofit like a dog rescue in Los Angeles, the Hit Living Foundation, um, that we donate to as well. So yeah, we, we definitely give back. Like one of our first drops was like, oh, if you donate like to like it was like some of the Oregon fires, uh, Clint Roman, mm-hmm. one of the class lovers, like lost his studio. So, you know, we we had to oh if you donate, you know, a minimum of I think it was like, I don't know, fifteen or twenty dollars, like you're guaranteed a dab right. And this is when like supply was super limited. Wow. And um, yeah, I mean, we I think we raised like five grand just, just from that. So, yeah. I cool. mean, that is
1: really cool. We really
2: tried to like, you know, give back and, and volunteer. We did a food drive recently. Uh, we did it with like a tattoo shop in Florida uh, and then a couple uh, glass galleries in like Denver and LA. And we did like, yeah, food drive over, I forget what weekend it was. But yeah, I mean, we raised like an insane amount of, you know, number of meals and everyone who like, Brought in 150 dollars worth of food, basically got like a dab right. Um, so that was like their their incentive um, to get it, you know, heavily discounted. Yeah. and yeah, I mean, people were showing up with cars full of groceries. That's um, so cool. That's amazing. That you,
0: yeah, that you guys Born were up. bringing people together over your brand.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had done beach cleanups, um, pride rides in Los Angeles, yeah, I mean, all all sorts of stuff, you know, from, like, little things to, uh, you know, bigger, like, you know, we did, like, uh, for, uh, I forgot what exactly it was for, oh, it was for, like, Juneteenth, uh, for, like, last Prisoner Project last year, we did, like, uh, we, like, matched our day's sales and uh, donated it all.
1: That's amazing. It's cool party. that you guys are able to do that. And that you're so involved and focused on doing that because I feel like oftentimes that giving back kind of falls in the background. And it's cool yeah, that that mean, that's like, such a <laughs> forefront of what you guys are doing.
2: Yeah, I appreciate it. Just, you know, people think that we're like this, like some big company and we're owned by some big company. It's like we're not. Like we we all started this company with our own money. Like we're not, we don't have any investors. We don't have people telling us what to do. That's badass. Uh, so it's uh, you know it, it's it's obviously you know it's had its we've had a, its you know our, our challenges and stuff between you know all the supply chain issues um, during COVID and whatnot. So you know, yeah. but at the end of the day, we're uh, we're we're happy to be here and you know happy to see that our our brand and product is taken off. I mean, we've made about I think about 60,000 dab rights at this
0: point. Wow, uh, that's crazy. It's uh, Like the time period that you guys have been around I mean, too. that's so that's fucking really cool. crazy. That's so cool.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, our, our first drop sold out in nine minutes. I think we sold like four or 500 units.
0: Wow. And, How uh, rewarding. I'd be jumping up cool. and down the yeah. i mean, freaking
2: <laughs> out. Well, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of stories, that was probably, our first two drops selling out, like in, in like nine or 10 minutes, I think that's probably the most rewarding. The fact that like, our website like was crashing. Um, you know, so many people wanted to, to buy it. When we first launched, like people were reselling them for like $600. Like, I, I
1: couldn't
0: believe it. That's, that's, <laughs> that's crazy. crazy. Like it shows like your value and like what it's worth. How people will pay, but it's like, damn. Yeah.
1: This is dope.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: so cool. Yeah, huh? no,
2: it's cool, you know? And, uh, I mean, we've, uh, we've, you know, got a lot, we've, you know, had a lot of respect thrown our way from you know people, and yeah. we just you know we, we love to give back. So we you know we we, we do giveaways constantly on our Instagram, and you know we, we're always offering people chances you know to win, mm-hmm. and we're always doing sales you know to let to try and get people. I mean, we ran like a buy one get one free sale like during I think. I saw like that Valentine's Halloween.
1: Day. I think oh yeah, Yep. Day, I saw
2: that uh, for uh, you know
1: yeah. Was a so.
2: type thing, so yeah. yeah I mean, it, it, it's great. We just, you know, want to uh, get a dab it, right it, in
1: everyone's hand because you're doing a great yeah, job at it.
2: <laughs> that's like honestly, the best marketing is just people trying it for us, you know, and like or you know, giving one to a friend. Or
0: mm-hmm. you know,
2: um, I saw I don't know if you guys follow Callie Dabs on Instagram at all, um, but he's uh, he's based on like San Diego, he's mm-hmm. got just an awesome. Hash collection. He's just like a super genuinely awesome, nice dude. Um, he's the best. Shout out, Callie Dabs. And Dabbs. Uh, yeah, I, I saw like he just he gave um, he gave one of his friends like a whole like setup recently, and included like a dab right. Uh, another buddy, an, another follower of ours that's always posting stuff. This guy, Dab and Ricky. He um, also just like, yeah, hey man, I, I gave my friend like a whole setup, got him set up with a dab right, and it's just yeah, it's cool. It's just it's become a part of everyone's Daily life, I and I just that. remembered something I wanted to say too, and that's you know we're talking about the price, and you know I know yeah you know two fifty is, is definitely on on the higher end, um, but when you think about like relative to you know the other things on the table, like you know it's less than an ounce of cannabis, it's you know for less than like a dollar a day type thing, you're getting perfect dabs. I mean it, right. it pays for itself. It's not wasting dabs, and it uh you know yeah
0: yeah
2: but, I mean it's quality it definitely. Value. And yeah, and then obviously you know the wet it lasts a while. As I mean, I've I've been using. I just uh, we just got a couple of these purple units in that are dropping you know towards the end of the month. Uh, and I just for the first time I switched out my dab right for a new one in the last like year and change. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, and I think I think I charged it three times throughout the year. <laughs> that's
1: cool. Yeah. I mean, when I first got mine, I used it for a solid like three weeks with very little battery before I had to charge it. And I charged it for 20 minutes and then started using it. And I still haven't charged it for like so two nice. or three weeks <laughs> since I last barely charged it. Battery life is great.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. That's what, that's what we love about it. And like, you know, where, uh, you know, looking at you know, we're working on like a like a second version to hopefully launch probably towards the end of the year, um, and you know, a color screen, and you know, wow. looking at you know, just you know, if you you want to do a bigger screen, it's, you know, it's going to drain battery life. So you know, trying to find the perfect screen size to battery size combo, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think we finally figured it out. But yeah, I mean, that that's something that you know, the Diamond. That's like one of like the things people love about it is you really have to charge it. So we want to make sure that whatever we do, we want to, you know, make sure the battery has that same life to it.
0: Yeah, that's important. So, Dan, we like to ask everyone this question. What is a stigma revolving cannabis that you would like to see changed? Huh, that's a good question. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um can be anything, something you like roll your eyes to that you're like, ugh! I just wish people would stop thinking or that about people who consume or just
2: whatever. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think, I think it's, it, it, I mean, this is probably, you know, been, been said a million times before, but I think that there, you know, now that it's the, you know, and I, I like use this word like facetiously and say the burgeoning industry that's put all the, put all the journalists use the burgeoning industry I, I, I think that there is a thing as like the functional stoner and stoner owners sure. and I'm one of them and like I yeah. think the stigma is that like I think the stigma as much as it has slowly been going away it's still very much out there that stoners are lazy and stoners are this and like they, you know they they're good for nothing burnouts or whatever mm-hmm. and I, I think that's kind of the stigma that I still you know it's slowly changing but I, I right. think there's a ton of more work to, to be done there to where is. it's, you know, you know more, more, you know, openly accepted. I mean, even just like for us, like when we, I mean, we've had issues with, you know, the trademark office and with banking and with merchant processors. I mean, even, even from a professional standpoint, like just like we're a freaking thermometer for, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
2: for, for, for what it's worth. And, and we're still treated like, like we're some like drug paraphernalia company.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. And you have yeah. to go through all the extra bullshit just to be able to help right. people or get you know get them their product. Yeah, our credit card processing keys are like fucking ridiculous,
2: and it's like you know our, our first uh, we were supposed to launch in August, and then our we we had like a friends and family sort of sale, and um, it's like oh yeah, you can process ten thousand dollars. Well, like that that got done in like. A couple hours, and then they shut our account down, and we had to go and get like a whole new merchant account. that took two weeks to get set up. What? Maybe. We've had just yeah, all all sorts of shit like that. We, yeah, we couldn't run yeah. PayPal with with this with this other company because because of this and that, and then our other. uh our invoicing system wouldn't let us uh, accept payments through them because it was too risky and it's like we're uh, literally the thermometer.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. That's so wild. That's so crazy. But you're you're not wrong about everything you're saying. Like yes, the stigma is changing, but it's still very much there in those ways and we're sitting on yeah. this podcast talking about it so we're helping with that. But yeah, it's wild. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean I, I just think from like a business standpoint, yeah, like just like let the, let the people, let the cannabis companies bank, let them, you know, like give us, give them the same protection. I mean, look, I would consider, you know, my business lucky in the fact that, you know, we can have a bank account and, you know, we, you know, don't have all these other, you know, hoops that we have to jump through, like companies that are actually, you know, touching the plant. Um, But yeah, I mean, it it would be nice, you know, I've, I've seen, you know, disasters happen in the past with, uh, with that type of stuff. And I just, yeah, I, I wish the government just would, uh, you know, wouldn't.
0: I wish the government stuff. would do a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, exactly. Dan, we won't get into that. <laughs> well, Dan, I think this wraps up today's episode. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Is yeah. there anything you'd like to add before we hop off?
2: Um, I guess, I don't know when this is going to air, but, um, you know, we, uh, we have, this new limited edition purple unit coming out. It's uh, all of them are numbered. They have some cool artwork on them. Uh, we have some plain ones. Watch- silicones that just dropped. I don't know if you're a glow-in-the-dark fan, but we got some glow-in-the-dark silicone, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm.
1: I actually was uh, just on your website looking at that and just <laughs> added it to my uh, cart. <laughs> 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 yeah, I
2: mean, other than that, you know, I just, I, I, I appreciate, you know, um, what you two ladies are doing for the culture and, you know, helping spread the word. Thank and. you. Dab Right to, you know, we want to be a part of, of of anything and everything that we can be and support in any way. Um, and yeah, we're happy to, you know, continue this relationship and to other people out there listening, you know, uh don't be afraid to hit us up if you have questions. We are a resource and you know, we would love for you to try our product if you hadn't. And if you have an old temper laying around, yeah, take advantage of that swap program or you know, join our email list. We're always doing sales. We have a 30% sale going on right now. Uh, a spring sale for, uh, you know, the most wonderful time of the year. Absolutely. Uh, on our website. Uh, yeah. I just thank you again for having me. Really appreciate it. Thank you for the support and the love. Yes. Um, and, you know, look forward to uh, you know hopefully coming on again.
1: Yes, thank you so much, Dan. We're so grateful, and thank you to our listeners for tuning in today, hitting that subscribe button, and just being a part of our journey. Stay tuned for next week's episode, and as always, Brand, stay
0: medicated.